Right, I'm here at my time in Bromley and I'm sitting here with the lovely Deborah Weeks, Partnership Manager. And just a heads up, excuse me if there are any noises in the background, uh, I think somebody might be moving furniture about. But anyway, welcome to the Bromley Buzz. Thank you, great to be here. It's really, really wonderful to speak to you and learn more about my time, the ins, the outs and all of that. But before we do, just tell us a little bit about who you are and your role in my time. Okay, I am Deborah Weeks, as you've um, introduced me, and my role is as Partnerships Manager. And within my time, we have a Partnerships team, and our remit is very much to get people active who are not necessarily, at this moment in time, very active. <laughs> and how long have you been with my time? I've been with my time since 2004, since the organisation was set up, and prior to that I was with Bromley Council as uh, part of their recreation division, mm -hmm. and I was within the sports development team. So I've got a, a fairly long, um, well-established history in Bromley. Mm -hmm. um, I know Bromley quite well, and I know quite a lot of the uh, stakeholders and uh, partners who work across lots of different areas, both in terms of sports and health. Which is fantastic for what you do here and uh, bring to the community. Now in terms of uh, facilities, tell us a little bit about the facilities that you have here. Yeah, if I, if I just go back one yeah. step, um, the mission we're on at My Time Active is to improve people's well-being. And so anything we do um, really has to have that focus. And as part of that, we manage and operate a range of facilities across the borough. And that includes here at the pavilion where we are today, the Pavilion Leisure Centre in the centre of Bromley, the Spa in Beckenham, Walnuts in Orpington, and West Wickham Pools in West Wickham, of course. Alongside that, we've got Darrickwood Pool, Crofton Halls, Biggin Hill Pool and Library, High Arms Golf Course, oh, wow. Bromley Golf Centre and Orpington Golf Centre. That's here. all part of... That's all part of our operations, yes. Wow. And the majority of those facilities we um, operate under a um, licence agreement with the council, with Bromley Council. So, um, yeah, lots going on in terms of facility management. And, and the way I describe my role is the, we've got experts in facility management and operation who open our facilities and um, let people in, and lots of people come to them. My interest isn't necessarily in those people who are going to walk in the door when we open the facilities. My interest is with people who are not going to walk in the door mm -hmm. and who need a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of support to um, come in. And that's where I work with lots of different partners to um, give people the confidence to, to yeah, walk yeah. through. Yeah. And also it's about um, sustaining that, isn't it? So once they've walked through the door, yes. how do you maintain... Yeah. Yeah. your clients, your customers and the people that are coming in through the door. Totally, and, and part of that maintenance and sustaining is about making sure the products we've got are right for those people. So we've got lots of different products that are, um, have been developed in consultation with people to make sure that what we're offering is the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
So what kind of, um, give us an example of some of the things that you have, the products that you have on offer. So because I've been around so long, I, I mean, the good, the good story is, is about older people. And we know in Bromley we've got an ageing population. We know Absolutely. there are 20 plus percent of the population who are, who are over 65. And lonely. And lonely. And we know through Sport England stats that those people get less active. We, we all get less active with age. Mm. So um, when we looked at our um, attendance figures in 2007, we realised that there were only 79 people who were members of our facilities who were over 60. And we said, wow, wow this is not right. This is definitely not right. We're not, we're not meeting the needs of, of that target audience. Mm. So we um, applied to Sport England for some funding, and we got three years' worth of funding to test and try different approaches. And part of that test and trial of those three years, we employed somebody who was dedicated to, uh, to uh, looking at a programme for older people, to talking to older people, to go on outreach, speak to various stakeholders mm. such as Age UK, Bromley and Greenwich, spoke to all those, those stakeholders, spoke to lots of older people and developed a programme. And that programme is called Prime Time. And at the end of the three years' worth of funding, what we were able to say to the business is, look, this makes absolute business sense. Mm. We've offered this, we've developed it, and people are prepared to pay for it. They, they value it. Um, so can we now make this business case to put this prime time manager, this prime time coordinator into the business, paid for through My Time Active, to make sure that our focus remains on older people. And that programme's gone from strength to strength. How quickly did that turnover come with the interest of the prime time once you rolled it out? Once, once we rolled it out, we went from 79 members up to 1,000 members in the, in the three-year period. Yeah. And also, from what I understand, um, tell me if I'm wrong, the money that is given you put back into uh, my time, don't you? Yeah, that's a good question yeah. because um, that's how we're set up. So um, we're not a private organisation, mm -hmm. we're a social enterprise with charitable objectives. Yeah. So that means we don't have shareholders, we have a board of trustees who are volunteers and we're, we're accountable to those trustees. And essentially, if and, if and when we do generate any surplus, that surplus is reinvested back into the facilities, back into the services, back into me and my team to uh, do what we do. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of changes as well happening. Um, as I said, I've been here for 40 years, <laughs> plus a little bit. Um, and I've been a member here many times, on and off, yeah. for various weeks when I come back or, or was here for a short period, you know, all this kind of thing. And the part that I really love is the gym area, which is really developed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I have been, over time, seeing more and more older people yeah. going into the gym rather than yeah. just the young people, which is wonderful to totally. see. Totally, totally. And that, that's part of, um, that's, that's what excites me rather than just seeing super fit people in the right <laughs> type of outfit in our gym. Yeah, exactly. We've got a whole range. Now, you go in there and you, you, you might see some of our primetime members in there, mm. but also we run um, a, a, quite a big programme of health um, initiatives. 
and some of those are funded through what was the OCCG and we've, we target people who've got um, heart conditions, who um, have got a range of long-term health conditions, diabetes, diabetes osteoporosis, arthritis, high blood pressure, mental health issues, and um, we've got some exercise specialists who are trained to work with people with a, the wide range of conditions. And we do the initial appointment with those people who and we work with GPs, so the GPs refer their patients to us. Once they're referred, they get an initial appointment with our exercise specialist, and then they get a supervised um, program of activity that suits their need and suits their condition. And I can put my hand up to that, actually, because um, I had a sports injury, and the GP referred me to the physio here, and I had my treatment here, and then a revised program, which worked beautifully. Yeah, And yeah. it's right at my doorstep. Excellent, and excellent. And it, the... the um, we, we obviously have to report back to the CCG um, on how that those programs are going and we I think it's testament to the fact we've been funded for so long to deliver those programs that they we do have the evidence that they are impactful um, and improving well-being so if I was to ask you what's from some testimonials or feedback from your customers that you have coming through the door, what would you say, I suppose it varies in their age range, but what kind of feedback do you get from them? Oh, I mean, <laughs> you know, um, that's the lovely part of my job. Often I'll apply to funders to um, get a grant to start something, mm. and they, they always want evidence and impact. Yeah. And um, that's the great thing when you're pulling the report together to read that, mm. read the various, um, you know, statements that have been made. Prime time will prime timers if we're getting feedback from them will often not just talk about the physical improvements in their mobility and their strength, but also the emotional emotional and social side of the exercise. You know, we've had some really powerful stories where people have talked about losing a partner, being bereft and in grief and have got you know, nobody to support them isolated and lonely and then a neighbour said oh come along with me to prime time and then literally this whole prime time world has opened up to them and we've got some prime timers who come to us literally five days out of seven you know it's that they you know they um they talk about it being their life you know then they meet people they'll have a chat in the cafe they'll they'll go and exercise they'll have a chat afterwards they'll chat with the instructor um, so, prime time very much, um, you know, the social side and the um, that um, connectivity with pe people Which is, is massive, massive here in the land of Bromley. Uh, yeah. The loneliness and the connection and finding that, as we call it, their tribe. When, yeah. Like you mentioned, yeah. you know, been bereaved or, yeah. or whatever those reasons are, and actually that relates so well to uh, a campaign that I run with Darren, uh, the Let's Talk Better campaign, the last event we did at Community Health was based on uh, the theme of loneliness and connection. Right, right, interesting. Um, yeah, and it, it's, an, it's another theme that comes out with our group of adults who've got special educational needs and disabilities. Um, when we've had carer, get a feedback from the carers, some of whom attend the sessions with the um, adult, 
um, they talk about you know the connections that the adults are making outside of the home, outside of the supported housing yeah. um, setting that they're in. Um, so again, really powerful, and that idea that people are have it timetabled and know that on a Tuesday they're coming to the pavilion and they're going to do some temping balling, then they're going to have a dance party to. and they're going to see their peers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, people, um, it, it is what excites me about the work I do. And just to pick up on um, the fact that we've got more older people in our gyms, one of the interesting things, certainly post-COVID, that I've noticed is that we've got lots of young people now using the gyms. And if you ask me about feedback from them, again, if they come with their friends, absolutely. It's something productive to do after school. Well, I think it's a lovely place to come to. That's great for their um, mental, physical, emotional, absolutely. spiritual well-being, rather than being outside and lost and not knowing what to do. Because the cost of living is quite expensive. Yeah, yeah. And then also taking them away from that constant... Um, being on digital yep. technology off the screen off the screen yeah absolutely and and if if i think about feedback from mm. um young people and possibly their parents it's often around self esteem and confidence wonderful yeah coming to the gym and also independence because you can come to the gym um have a gym induction from the age of 11 and it's a safe space you know, supervised. All our junior sessions are supervised by a gym instructor, so they're not left alone to, <laughs> to do crash I mean. around the gym with dangerous equipment. They're supervised. And you know what? I can actually again say that it works because I have um, somebody I know who um, ha- looks after the grandchild now, and he lost his mother sadly. But in order to help him through that process. He is part of my time. He comes here regularly, right. and that has given him a purpose, yeah. a, a direction, and a focus. And yeah. he's met some great friends through that. Great. Oh, n- nice that you've got stories as well, and I it's do, not yeah. just me making <laughs> stuff up. No, no, I absolutely. You know, um, as I said, I've been here for a long time in and yeah. out of it, and you know, the community means a lot to me, and what goes around, and yeah, you know, yeah, how it grows. <laughs> Excellent. So in. Um, I'm going to go a little bit off, but because um, we were talking off um, the podcast earlier, and I was telling you some information about the Life and Magazine, and I told you about the Abbott Awards, yes, above and beyond uh, awards, and you've applied for that. Yes, we have. Tell us yeah, about we have. You know, your reasons behind applying for that, because it's wonderful. I think um, one of the reasons is um, we j- people know us for the facilities, and often don't realise how many different services and products we've got going on within those facilities. They might see a gym or they, you know, see a soft play, but um, there are lots of different services uh, that happen. And we have been gathering data on how impactful our services is. As I mentioned earlier on, we are on a mission to improve people's well-being and we want to know we're doing that so we're, we're, we're gathering data and gathering data on our social impact and it's really the early indications are it's really positive we signed up to a platform um, for data analysis 
and apparently, according to that platform, we generated £12 million worth of social value last year alone. Um, So I thought, you know what, let's shout about some of the stuff we do. Um, (laughs) We haven't been particularly good at profile, um, so I think now's the time to shout about of the stuff we do we um and i think we were motivated by the fact that earlier on in the year we um put in a nomination to london sport for their awards and we were nominated as the health and well-being company of the year across london so so, you know we was we were spurred on thinking oh well perhaps we are good in certain areas you know let's let's um, apply for more awards and our um active lifestyles Program manager who heads up all our health programs has just been shortlisted for the at Diane Friday has just been shortlisted for the health. Let me get this right. The Physical Activity Local Hero Award as part of the UK Active Awards. Now that is open to public vote at the moment. So anybody who is listening, please log on to UK Active, do Physical Activity Hero, and please vote for. Diane Friday, our local hero. Amazing, that is great news. Just note her name down, Diane Friday. Yeah. And, um, you know, talking about all the things that you do and the amazing that you need to shout about, I mean, I got to learn for the first time about the My Club that you have, which I think we slightly touched on that. Mm. But, um, because I know a lot lot more about it, but tell us how that came about. Right, okay. Um, Because I know it started um, during the lockdown. Yes. And then you've kind of weaved it out yes. of lockdown. Yeah, so, it yeah. did. Well, it started with... It's beautiful because I experienced the day oh, in the life of uh, my club. Oh, excellent. I tell you what, if, you, if you're feeling a bit low and you want to be uplifted, come and join my club for a session because you, you, you are bound to feel joyful afterwards. So, yes, my club started in lockdown with, a, with something called a Round the World Challenge that um, Community Links Bromley had got a little bit of funding from um, Mencap for. And Anne Wilborn, our wonderful primetime and my club manager, got involved. And um, came, we then came out of lockdown and you know, facilities started to open up. And London Sport had some money to tackle inequalities. And we decided through Bromley Mencap to apply for some funding to see what we could do to give the Round the World Challenge a bit of longevity. And we got a small pot of money. I think Bromley Mencap got about five or six thousand pounds and then said, Right, my time, what can you do with it? And through Anne, we um, spoke to some um, carers and uh, some supported housing units and some clients and we set up um, a program and that program was offered free for the first I think eight to ten months with this funding we set it up and and offered it free got people registered and then as the funding was coming to to an end we start having conversations with people right if we want if we want to sustain it this is really important if it's beneficial how can we sustain it the only way we can is either we find some more funding, hard, mm. or we introduce a fee. Mm. We'll, we'll pay for it. This is, this, this is yeah, something so that is, it was so popular. So we have um, now got that part of our programme 
we've got the business again com committed to it by um, as, as um, established a post to my club coordinator because I'm very I feel very strongly that if something is to grow it needs somebody focused on it Absolutely. so um, the business has committed to and established my club coordinator role and we've got eight sessions that run each week very popular activities range from tenpin bowling dancing multi-sports um, we do a bit of golf on a uh, Wednesday at Bromley Golf Centre. Yep. So there's a whole range of activities. And people can um, do one session, two sessions. They can do as many sessions a week as they want. It's literally, um, they pay as they, they, they come along. It is amazing. Uh, I mean, Anne is a wonderful lady. And you can see, uh, when I spoke to her, the passion that she totally. has in there. Totally. Uh, even though she has another role, she spends her time yep. with yeah. the people that come to those sessions yeah. and it's just incredible yeah and, and the joy that you see within their faces yeah as well it's yeah and that kind of not being at home taking them out and then they get to see their friends and build relationships as well and then they go out for coffee they go out for lunch yeah. they they meet up on days where they're not coming to my club um Anne is a real asset to my time active she's one of our shining stars and i was pleased when um, earlier this year she was recognised through the Community Links Bromley Awards. She was recognised as Volunteer Manager yes, of the Year. Yes, I was there. And I yeah, was there. yeah, uh, it was lovely recognition for her, yeah. uh, for all the great work she does. And she juggles prime time on my I club know. so well. Um, all, yeah, she? but she's got a great team of instructors be behind her. She's She's developed them and made sure that Anybody who delivers on either my club or prime time is is as passionate as she is. Yeah. Because not everybody wants to teach older people. Not everybody wants to um, teach people who've got um, special educational needs and disabilities. Takes some somebody special. Yeah, and a yeah, a special character, yeah. personality. Of course, yeah. you've got to be passionate about it. Yeah, yeah. So Anne's been very good building that team around her. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of, because uh, you don't, you're connected in many other ways outside as well. Yes. And yes. you talked about um, briefly um, before we started recording the London Youth Games and the Arts. Yes. So they both sit. Uh, uh, London Youth Games and Arts Trend both sit under my remit as, mm -hmm. as partnerships. London Youth Games is a London-wide event. It's, um, I think it's still branded as the biggest event in Europe for young people. So we've got 33 London boroughs, and they all compete. And it's like, I say it's like a mini Olympics. So the sports range from kayaking and sailing to hockey and um, football to tennis and um, netball. There's, you know, athletics, cross country. There's a whole host of sports as part of the London Youth Games. And the season starts in November every year with a cross-country and runs through until July the following year. And that's the Youth Games season. And I've got somebody, another very special person, Louise Hills, who is our what we call our borough team organiser. And she links with all, so many sports clubs, so many schools to find young people to represent Bromley in this range of sports 
and um, we've got great reputation in the London Youth Games. We always do really well. And this year we finished in fourth place, amazing. which is an absolutely uh, amazing achievement. We entered um, 25 different events across 15 different sports. And the amazing statistic is 15 of those um, events we entered, the teams came away with medals. So wow. we're either gold, silver, or bronze medal winners, competing against young people from across London. So it's a big deal, it you know. A big it's deal. a big deal. It's and the great huge. thing is, it's um, it includes para events. Mm -hmm. So it includes para swimming, para athletics, para football, boccia, and all our para teams won medals. Every team that entered oh, won medals. Um, so yeah, we've we've got a lot to build on this year. Um, so we've got high hopes for 2024, um, which will start, ironically, in November 2023 with a cross-country yes. competition. Cross -country, yes, yes, yes. Oh, brilliant. Oh, yeah, brilliant. so that's London Youth Games, and lots of people don't know we do that, but yes, yeah, we absolutely do that. Because I've heard that. of the London Youth Games, but I didn't yeah. realise how involved my time is in that. Yeah, yeah, and the young people love it as an event. Mm -hmm. It is sort of... It's such a big deal to represent Team Bromley because they know they're going to compete against the cream of the cream in London, yeah. and it's going to be tough. But you know, um, they're still motivated and yeah, enjoying yeah, it. they love it. And then the other one that sits even further away from <laughs> what you think my time do is Arts Train, and Arts Train is a creative music project that we have got Arts Council England funding mm -hmm. for. It's part of Arts Council England's national portfolio. So we sit alongside the National Opera House, the Royal Ballet, the Royal Shakespeare Ooh. Company, as an MPO, a national portfolio organisation. So again, not many people know about this, it's a big deal, but that project operates across Bromley and Bexley, interestingly okay. enough, and um, Arts Council England recognised that there is a void in Bromley and Bexley for young people who fall outside of that classical music, um, instrumental um, genre of music mm. and want something different. So Arts Train offers something different and it offers young people the opportunity to come together um, to write some lyrics, um, produce some music and come out with a song to perform at the end of their sessions and um, it's a wonderful project um, we tackle we've got some absolutely fabulous music leaders who um, tackle a range of issues so we respond to the community organization needs so we've been into schools where they've said we've got a real issue with bullying can mm -hmm. can you tackle bullying through arts train or you know can you discuss climate change so we can we do a thematic approach um, but we run a weekly academy, so we um, signpost young people into the academy, and the academy young people, for the last, gosh, how many years, probably eight or nine years, have um, performed at the London Jazz Festival at the... At uh, the South Bank. Oh my goodness! So um, that's a big it deal is. as well. You know, young people in Bromley and, and from then going to London, performing out yeah. there. 
Yeah, yeah. So, um, and again, all of that sits so well with your mission that you were talking about, you know, the yeah. health and the well-being. Yeah. Because we um, know and stats show us that through creative activities, whether it's music, arts in terms of drawing, painting, yeah. um, drama, dance, all of that um, helps people with their mental well-being. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a great, there's a, a great um, case study from the summer. Actually, we worked with a group and two young boys who um, were uh, unaccompanied asylum seekers from um, Sudan um, came to the session, and they were very, very withdrawn and shy. And they'd been offered counselling previously, but in their culture, it's not really a done thing, it's not acknowledged and they hadn't opened up through their counselling but by day four of Arts Train, through their lyrics and their um, you know, their their performance, they were able to open up about missing their families about um, their experience and what, what was and it was, it was so beautiful, yeah. you know, that they'd had that opportunity uh, where they hadn't opened up through counselling, but through arts training. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, this, it is powerful. It's funny because you say that, um, but there are so many young people that have come across lately. And actually, one of the young um, gentlemen called Oliver Anderson, he performed at my first Let's Talk Better event right. when I launched it um, back in February. And again, he's going to come. To the one that's coming up on the 21st of September, and he, I, I met him on Bromley High Street, busking. He's there. Oh he wow! He's on Bromley High Street, and he spoke about his uh, mental health journey and struggles and challenges yeah. through his lyrics. Oh wow! Which yeah. is so yeah. beautiful. Again, many people don't have the words yeah. to explain, so they. It through Absolutely. Music or through drawing and yeah. painting. They feel more comfortable doing yeah. it that way. Because not yeah. everybody is academic, and that's the yeah. thing, and we need to recognise. So, what you do here in my time brings all of that together. Yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. Um, I often say to people, I've got, I'm very fortunate, I've got a great job uh, I, I love doing because there's lots of rewards yeah, come from it. Yeah. I can see it in your face. Mm -hmm. It's a shame that our listeners can't see your face right now. <laughs> Um, just as well. <laughs> no, beautiful, absolutely beautiful and delightful, full of energy and spot. Now, in terms of moving um, forward, what are the future plans? Yeah, we've um, we've got lots of um, oh, imminent future. Yeah, we um, we're doing a lot of work at the moment with um, health. So we've just started. Well, we haven't just started. In July, we started delivering NHS health checks mm -hmm. to Bromley Council staff. And we're currently working with One Bromley, who have got the um, One Bromley hub in the Glades. Mm -hmm. And they've, they've done their vaccination programs okay. in the hub. The winter vaccination um, program is going to start soon. Yeah. And we're hoping to support with uh, pulse checks and some lifestyle advice. So we're looking to put a lifestyle advisor into the hub to uh, support people um, or with activity, smoking, nutrition, um, mental health, and some of that will be about signposting, but giving people somebody to speak to, and we can signpost them, or we can support them if it's activity um, that they'd like to do. So, yeah, that's, that's exciting. That's 
Um, and how will people find out about it? That will, yeah, that's a good question. We'll be doing our own internal um, promotions, but One Bromley are leading on mm -hmm. the communications for that. So um, we'll be tying in with One Bromley and Bromley Public Health Team. I'll be doing a range of public health campaigns through the hub as well. Uh, anything else? What else is coming up? I'm, I'm, as always, talking to lots of different partners, um, and there's always various irons in the fire. One conversation I have had, which I'm hoping to pick, on, uh, pick up on, is with Bromley Y. Mm -hmm. We know that lots of young people have come out of COVID, are really struggling with their mental health, and um, we trying to work out how best we can work together to address some of those issues um, because they're, they're, they're working with a lot of young people right now. Um, we're working, um, we're supporting an event that's coming up in October, um, which is, well, we're supporting two different events. There's um, one event that's going to focus on um, celebrating everything that's going on for children and young people who've got special educational needs and, and diversity and we're hoping to um, and disabilities rather and we're hoping to host an art exhibition through that and um, we're also supporting with Silver Sunday event Silver Sunday is a national event for older people it, it's the 1st of October this year which is um, yeah, Sunday, but events can and activities can happen either side of the 1st of October. So we're doing a um, strength and stability session with a coffee morning afterwards on the 6th of October um, that we're encouraging anybody who's interested in activity to come along to or anybody who's just interested in a tea or a coffee to come yeah, along to. And, and that will be promoted on our website but also on the Silver Sunday site. And Silver Sunday is something that Helena Jenkins is oh, yes. promoting, Since the Loneliness Champion. Champion. Um, so we're working in conjunction with Helena who's going to um, have a full programme, hopefully, of activities that different organisations are doing for Silver Sunday. Oh, lovely, fantastic. And just for our listeners, can you um, just tell us your website? MyTimeActive.co.uk yes. My Yeah. Okay, yeah. simple as that. And all the information will be listed on there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh my God, this is exciting. You know what, we could talk for hours. Is there anything else that you really want to kind of let us know that's buzzing about my time? Um, no, not really. I think we've covered we've covered lots. All I would say is if people have got if people are representing organisations and they'd like to talk about getting some of their clients more active, to contact me. Um, I always like to um, speak to people, know what organisations are doing, and work out ways to work together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know what? It's absolutely wonderful to sit here and listen to you, uh, Deborah, about all the great things that have been happening and the future plans. And um, I wish you all the success, even on the Abbott Awards. Oh, thank you. It's Lovely to meet you, too. It's, it's, it's great. It's great stuff here. So we'll definitely be looking out. And uh, yeah. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. Thank you very much.